we used to go hiking, I seen, you know, a buffalo, I seen deer, I knew how to track, I knew how to hunt. So I couldn't identify this thing when I saw it. But what stood out the most is he had blue eyes and you never see any kind of creature with blue eyes. This is the Cryptic Creatures Podcast. I'm Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. We're getting ready for another episode here, and I'm excited yes, uh, to talk yes. to some people. Mags had a pretty uh, close encounter. She did, uh, while she oh. was a, a young child. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll get into that here. Um, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the listeners and say thank you. Yes, thank you all. Um, we got we listeners in Australia and Ireland and Canada, yeah. mm-hmm. um, various parts of the of All the over the world. So thank you all yes. for listening. Yes, all we appreciate you. it. That is, that's amazing to us. Yeah, I'd like to reach out to those guys and, and say hello. Um, a couple of small town boys from Indiana. <laughs> worldwide yeah sure we are we are actually we are so if 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 any of you guys are listening uh know of anyone or yourself has had an encounter you guys want to come on the show and talk to us uh get a hold of us and uh, you know we're on facebook we're on um, instagram twitter uh you can email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co Brian, uh, where else can they get a hold of us? Anywhere else? That's really it. Uh, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Yeah. You can always get us on that. Cryptic Creatures. Check out our videos on YouTube when we post uh, from time to time. Yep. Uh, come to Facebook and uh, Cryptic Creatures and um, be our friend. And then join our group as well. And um, you'll get right. quicker access to the to the um, episodes coming out. So And every now and then on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. do TikTok, okay. but, you know. If Brian says it's there, I believe him totally. So. <laughs> but anyway, let's bring Mags on, Brian. Let's let's uh, get this audience know, going. Get, they want to hear this going. encounter, and, I, and so do I. So you ready? I know. Yep, I'm excited. Let's All do right, it. here we go. Mags, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Hi. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on. Thanks. So glad um, to be here. Yes, thank you, thank you. Thanks. We appreciate it. So. Um, you had an encounter when you were young, and um, yes. it was a very close encounter. Um, very. Why don't you tell us about your background a little bit, where you're from, or you know, kind of the area that this might this this encounter happened? Before we get going into the details a little bit, a little bit of background for the audience. Um, yeah, we we were staying in an apartment. It was on the outskirts of Fresno, California, in 1977. Um, it was solid grapevines uh, all around. Um, as a matter of fact, there was a little redwood fence that separated where I played from a huge farm that had nothing but grapevines on it. I mean, you could smell the grapes and the wine and stuff, and it, it was not highly populated at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and my father was a contractor. Um, he died in 2007. Um, and I was playing uh, outside when I saw it and you, it came right up to me. Were you close to the, um, 
Sierra National Forest by chance on that that side of Fresno or? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Okay, yes. So, and how old were you when this happened? I was six years old. Okay. It was in the summertime, so I was like six and a half. I was I'm born in January, so I hadn't turned seven yet until January. Okay, gotcha. Right. So, what were you doing that day? Do you remember before this before this encounter happened? What was going on? Yeah. Um. As a child, even I had a fascination for gardening, and we had, had um, a little empty space outside of the apartment, and I was digging in the dirt, planting uh, carrots and onions and things like that. And uh, I looked up, I heard rustling, a lot of rustling. And um, some people say that they see, uh, they, see uh, they smell an odor, like, um, it, no, uh, I, I never got that. Um, at the time, there wasn't anything about Bigfoot. I mean, um, m maybe that one picture of that, you know, female Bigfoot, maybe on TV or something like that. But I had never see seen well, it. You know what I mean? At that um, time, the Patterson-Gimlin film. Yeah, been... she's talking about the Patterson film, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. The one where she's walking. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm... Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I hadn't seen that. I mean, my parents never introduced me to cryptids. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's something that you, you discuss not many, with a six-year-old. No. Yeah, not many do. And yeah, Exactly. And so, Mags, um, you had lived here. You had lived there for how long? Or were you, you said you were visiting. I'm sure I can't remember what you told me. No, I, I actually lived there. My father uh, is a three-state contractor. Okay. So uh, every summer we used to go up to the San Joaquin Valley. So okay. I was familiar with the terrain. Um, and also I'm familiar with animals. And I was as a child. My father used to take me to Yellowstone National Park. We used to go hiking. I seen you know, uh, buffalo, I seen deer, I knew how to track, I knew how to hunt, I knew how to shoot a rifle. I mean, I was, I was a pretty smart kid. So I couldn't identify this thing when I saw it. And I can tell you that it was bigger than, way bigger than me, way bigger than me. Um, that was the first thing that I seen was his back. For some reason, uh, he got down, he scooched down. His knees was up and his hands was on the uh, dirt. So he, that's the way he approached me. He approached me low, maybe because I'm a child. He didn't want right. to stand up to see me because, you know what I mean? So he got low to look right. at what I was. So He was more curious about me than I was of him. Right. And my father always taught me that um, when you see a large animal to instantly freeze, can you back up for just a um, second, Mags, and back, back up just a second and tell us what happened right before and then how you saw him, um, what you said you were yeah. doing, you were gardening uh, and you looked up? or I was digging there? in the dirt. Yeah. I was digging in the dirt. I heard rustling, and I thought it might have been a dog. Um, a lot of farmers have dogs that used to, you know, go through the grapevines looking for rodents or anything that would attack the crops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so I thought it was just a large dog. Um, when I heard the rustling and I looked up and this was not a dog. Um, <laughs> this was a very large, large thing. Um, the thing that stood out the most to me is that um, 
when I got older and when the police came, this was a whole thing because when I saw him, I froze and he smelled me. You know, I heard him in hell two or three times. Um, and he leaned towards me. Now, his face looked different than the Neanderthal face that you see with Bigfoot. Right. His face was smooth, but it was black, jet black. Um, but it was smooth, and he had a straight nose. But what stood out the most is he had blue eyes. And you never see any kind of creature with blue eyes. And the one no, that I saw had blue eyes. So it was humanoid. And I couldn't, I actually, I almost peed my pants. I got so scared because I'm trying to think of what this thing actually is. And I'm thinking it's some kind of ape. Um, but, but I couldn't identify it. Was he still um, on all and fours? And I seen pictures when you were he was still on all fours. So he kind of was crawling yeah, up he to stood you. Up. Is is what what he, he was wasn't doing, crawling. Said. What he did, what he did was he put his his knuckles down onto the the thing, just like an ape would. And he sort of uh, kind of jumped like with his hind legs forward, okay. just like an ape would. Um, um, that kind of motion. Yeah, I got you. So it wasn't a crawl. It was just kind of like a little leap thing, very subtle. Very slow. He's approaching me because I guess because I'm a child. Right. He was approaching me differently than he would approach maybe a man. Which is probably so he would, I know we've discussed this before, is which is probably why you didn't smell anything, because you're not a threat. Exactly. He wasn't warning you. He wasn't afraid of you. He wasn't warning you to get away. No, not at all. There was absolutely which I right. don't understand because any animal that sees a human stand up and I stood up upright. Um, it usually intimidates an animal. We have a, right. a, a thing where if you stand up to any animal, they know that a two legged thing is a threat. Mm. It's, it's just, you know, a deer knows it. Um, even a Buffalo uh, knows it that they, they will, they will just take off. Um, this thing <laughs> did not. He was not afraid of me at all. And uh, he had uh, front teeth like a, like a man, but he had two canines that come down lower. Okay. Um, so he was showing you his teeth, obviously. Uh, he, he, he kind of wasn't, it wasn't in a, an aggressive, like, like a dog or a wolf. He, when he smelled, he opened his mouth. It was like his whole oral factory wanted to take in the scent. Okay. Sometimes yeah. beasts will do that to, to identify something if they're not yeah, sure cats. of what it is. Yeah, cats do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. They'll, you know that open mouth thing that yeah. a cat will do? He, he kind of did that. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. He was, mm -hmm. and uh, he stood there for maybe about 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Uh, he stood upright. Yeah, it was a 10 minute encounter. So how tall, I know you were six, but how tall would you say he was when he stood up? Uh, my daddy is six foot two. 
And when he stood up, he would have towered over my daddy. That's the only way I could gauge him as a child. Right. And that's what I told the police when they came down. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I got so scared once he left and he, he walked away just like a man. Um, once he left, I ran in and told my mother right away and I was crying. And um, animals don't do that to me. Not even as a child, I don't get scared. And for some reason, he scared me. And that was the one thing that, that my mom knew that something was wrong, was I was so scared. She thought that, okay, it might have been an ape that I seen. So she instantly called uh, the police. I don't think there's apes in California. Well, <laughs> she called are. the police. Well, well here, here, here's what she apes. thought. She thought that she she thought that something might have escaped from a zoo. We've heard of that, like on the news uh, before. You know yeah. what I mean? What did um, you What did you tell your mom you saw? How did you describe it to her? I said, I first said that it was a monkey man. Monkey man. And she sat down with me and and had me describe what he looked like. Uh, he had reddish fur all over him except for his face and hands. This reddish like an orangutan hair, thick reddish hair all over black hands, fingernails, like a male, um, a face, just like a male, straight nose, blue eyes. And, uh, his, but his, his mouth was different because he had canines, but he had lips. He had nostrils. He had, uh, yeah. Uh, that's why I couldn't identify it. I, I didn't know what the hell it was. Would you say it looked? Police came down. Max, would you say it looked I'm like sorry. a? Would you say it looked more like an orangutan, or did it look more like a, a, a man? Um, it humanoid looked, kinda... looked more like a man, but with leathery skin. His skin was a lot thicker because you could right. see it like um, clearly. It, it was it was thicker skin than a male's, like yeah, a leather. Almost. Yeah, we've heard that before. Um, yeah, leather skin. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, and he could not stop smelling me. Huh. Uh, that, that was the one thing he, he did. And he leaned towards me. He wanted to get closer. He never, he never touched me. Um, there was no physical contact. But at one point, he got so close to me. He was standing about four feet, but when he leaned towards me, he's so big that he could go like an extra two feet, <laughs> you know, just by leaning. Mm -hmm. And um, he, I, I just, I froze. As a kid, I, there, there, there was, there's no explanation of how scared I got. So he was within a couple feet because, of you. Is that what you're telling us? Absolutely. Just towering over you, and you're just staring at him. Uh, are you staring him in the yeah. face the whole time? I'm staring him in the face, but I'm trying to look at his hands. I'm trying to I'm trying to identify him. Yeah, I'm trying to look at his feet. Yeah. Um, but his feet was different. It wasn't a male's uh, a man's feet. That's the one thing that I did know. He had were different they, feet. What they were look they more like? like a monkey? Were they more like an ape? You, you know the tracks that people actually put the cement in. They're flat. He was flat footed and he had toes, but it, it, it was. 
it almost looked like a a deformity. It, 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 their feet was so big. <laughs> Did he have kind of like an opposable yeah. thumb type foot where the big toe was kind of back some or that kind of thing, like a like a monkey, or was it like a humanoid footprint? Just humanoid. Yeah, but you think it was deformed, shaped. It was so big. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. So you went in, you told your mom, she called the police. Yes. Then what happened? Yes. Police came down. Uh, they checked. They had seen um, dragging, uh, looking um, uh, tracks. The tracks looked like it was dragging. Tracks didn't look clear to the cops. They knew that something was there. But as he was leaving, what I remember is he put his hands down on the ground and he wiped backwards as he huh. as he was going away. It's like That's he knew monkey man. Yeah, like <laughs> well, he, he knew that something he was no, wait, going to look at his tracks. Wait, back up and say this again. He he drug his hands. He he wiped. Yes, he put his hands flat from knuckles to fingers on the ground. And pulled backwards as he walked backwards. And wiped his tracks. And wiped his tracks. Wow. Yeah. Wow is correct. And opens up another door in my mind for a lot of reasons why we don't find as many tracks. Maybe these things cover themselves up. Apparently this one wasn't going to. Maybe. I've always thought that. I've never said it because I don't want people to think it was ridiculous, but... So, Mags, it wouldn't surprise you, me a bit if they're that smart that they would right. think to do that. Oh, this was a very you, – you, you can tell when you look at something's eyes when they're looking at you. You can right. tell uh, with an animal if you guys have ever been hunting or around wild animals. If something's mm -hmm. looking at you directly eye to eye, you can pretty much tell if they're intelligent or not. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? And this thing was very, very, very smart. And sometimes you, under, very, you, very you, smart. you underestimate that animal still by looking at it in the eye and going, oh, that's not, it, it's there, but it's not. Mm -hmm. No, they're smarter than you think. A lot of animals are mm -hmm. and dangerous, more dangerous than you think. Uh, right. Even the small animals for sure. But so. Absolutely. The, the cops come and your mom's thinking, how did you get the idea that this maybe was a, an escaped monkey or gorilla from the zoo? I mean, how because, because, she, because she could not understand. She first thought that it was, when I was describing it, that was a man that was trying to like lead me away, like to molest me or something that was in like a, a monkey costume. Like, Hey, you know, mm -hmm. come with me. I was sick. So she was thinking, you know wow. what I mean? It's some pervert. And I, and when I explained it, that no mom, this thing was bigger than anything I've ever seen. And she knows that I've been hunting with my daddy. She knows that I understand animals um, and I would know something was human and I told her that it wasn't, then she started to panic. I actually seen her face flush white. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the, the blood leave it like, oh my God, right. there's something out there. And oh. the police was called right away. Um, my, when my father came home, um, I was made sit on the couch until he came home uh, to explain what happened. He went out with a shotgun and looked, and he said that all he found was drag marks. 
all through this guy's uh, grapevine. He even went to the, the farmer's house and asked him. Uh, he hadn't seen anything. Wow. wow. And you had to cut through the grapevine to go to the house from where we was. So he cut through the grapevine, went to the guy's house and asked him if he's seen anything um, and described what I saw. Um, and, and nobody understood what I saw. People were saying that because I was six years old, that um, I had no idea what I was seeing. Yeah, right. You know, but my father uh, knew a little bit better because he knew that I would go hunting with him. I would go, you know, Yellowstone National Parks. Hmm. I went to the Monument Valley. <laughs> well, I understood animals. Right. A lot. And, and this thing was not. I can't explain to you. It wasn't human. He wasn't an animal. He was something in between. Mm -hmm. But he was smart like a human. Really smart like a human. But he never had... I don't understand it because he never had the protruding brow um, or the Neanderthal look. You might even say that he was pretty in the face. It's just that he had the black leathery skin. But this thing had blue eyes. What time of day was this, Max? Um, oh gosh, I had just ate lunch. Mom always kept me on a schedule. So it was around one o'clock in the daytime. Okay. And it was, a, it was, it oh. was hot outside. Um, it's hot in the San Joaquin Valley. So it was close to about a hundred degrees. Oh, wow. And, uh, you said this thing just stood at you for like 10, stared at you for like 10 minutes. Just. Yeah. Uh, staring at me and smelling at, uh, smelling me. Did you ever uh, think it stood up it... for a second that he was going to grab you? I froze because I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know if he was going to bite me, uh, grab me. Um, and when I'm looking in his face, it, it's sort of, okay, this thing has no intentions on that. But then it opens up, okay, what is his intentions? Because I'm six years old. I was vulnerable. I'm a six-year-old little girl, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm sitting looking at this beast, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, why is he smelling me? <laughs> you know, um, what's he going to, what's he going to do? Mm -hmm. Why is he smelling me? Y you know, um, well, I think it with, wasn't to hurt. Right. If you would have been an adult, I don't know that he would have even shown himself. I think because you were a child and you were harmless, um, and he could probably stand there and check you out and try to figure out what the heck a human child is. That's why he took advantage of the situation. Um, unfortunately, and for you, I'll tell you, you one know. thing that he did. Uh, he he lost eye contact with me for a second because uh, he kind of leaned forward and looked at the window um, to see if somebody was looking out at him. Wow! I mean, he was checking around because because it was it was a building that, that I was standing in front of. I wasn't too far from my mom's door. So he kept on like maybe once or twice just look around with his eyes and then right back at me. So he's probably So he knew. Yeah, he, he knew. Yeah. He he knew doors, he knew windows. He understood right. dwellings. He had right. been probably watching you before <laughs> a 
lot longer before then. That's what yeah, I'm thinking. Probably, and yeah. that's, what, that's what my father thought. That he was watching me before because I would come out every day at the same time to play. So, um, and he could hide easily in the grapevines. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because they're tracks. They're, they're, you know, on rows. So he could, right. you know, scooch down the way that he was right. sitting. And get some and food. And just completely blend in. And eat some grapes while he was there, right? Yeah, that's probably yeah, exactly. why he brought he him there. Exactly, he was there. So probably. the cops came. They what did they say? And then they left. Uh, what happened after that? I mean, because they they, they thought that it was uh, that uh, I didn't understand what I was seeing. Uh, they knew that I seen something. They seen tracks, uh, like the drag marks. Um, so they knew that something was there, but they thought that it was a male. Um, they never looked much into it, especially when I said monkey man. Um, but they did take oh, a they, report. They thought it was a human guy. Yeah, they thought it, they thought it was a human. Right. I mean, they set me down. They took me away from my parents. Uh, they set me down by myself. Um, and had me describe what I had seen. I mean, they, the they cross questioned me. Time. Yeah, they cross questioned me to see. Um, if I guess if I was telling the truth. Because they, they questioned me in different ways about what I seen. Yeah. Cross-examination um, on a six-year-old child. Ridiculous. Exactly. <clears throat> but back yeah, then, you know, the back then the, the Patterson film was, was kind of new or still, or, and a lot of people just... Still relatively did, new. Yeah. You know, nowadays people are, are more well-informed. So it wasn't out there like it is now. So I can see them being like, okay, this kid's six years old, you know, but but I love hearing the stories with the with the kids because to me the kids are honest. You know, kids are going to tell you the oh, truth. Yeah. They get to that certain age where they know they can lie. But before then, a six year old girl, she's not going to lie about seeing what you know you're saying yourself. No, I mean it scared it scared the crap out of me. I can't. Imagine. I'll never forget right. it. I'm 50 years old and and I've never forgot yeah. it. Yeah, and forget when I think about it, I get the, like the goosebumps on my arms. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it still affects me to this day. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does. Well, so what did you do after that? I mean, obviously, you did. How long did you live in that house after that incident? Um, my father didn't want me to go outside and play anymore. He knew that there was something. He just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And um, my uncle uh, lived not far from him, and uh, the two guys for a week would grab a case of beer and go out to the grapevine because the uh, rancher said that he didn't mind because he wanted to know what the hell it was. Okay. Um, and they went out with shotguns. They were going to kill this thing. They were, they had full intentions, whatever it was, if it was a man beast, whatever the hell it was, because it scared me so bad. Uh, and they had children um, and it came so close to me. They they wanted it dead. Yeah. So that so they went out and tracked it. And my father, I'm just telling you right now, and my uncle is an excellent trackers. They can track anything, and they couldn't track this thing. I mean, there were the, the tracks would go dead. They would just stop in the grapevines. Would they find tracks was, like better tracks than drag tracks, or or was that what all they would see? Uh, they they found they found distinct uh, finger drags in some areas where they knew that something was uh, 
hiding its tracks. Um, they found a couple toe marks, um, but this thing was really smart. And for some reason, when they followed these tracks, they would go dead. And an animal doesn't do that. An animal doesn't start at one, you know, straight line. And then like maybe about 10 feet after that, the dragging starts again. I don't know if it jumped. They don't know what the hell it was. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? So did you get you know, in- It was big enough to make that jump in no, in no problem, but they didn't understand what the hell it was doing. And they couldn't understand if it was intelligent enough to do this, then what the hell was it? Because they didn't right. know about Bigfoot or anything in 1977. Right. It's almost like you it's know. alien or something, you know. But but for it to it to drag its for it to drag its walk backwards and and cover its tracks with its hands, it's a lot of time and devotion not to get caught. It's a lot of intelligence, there. and it and it is intelligent. And the reason these things have have stayed hidden so long is because of their intelligence and how they cover their their tracks literally. Um, right. Did you, Mags? Did you get into researching these things after that, or when you got a little bit older, or? Uh, absolutely. And um, my, my family came from the old country and um, they have a lot of um, superstitious beliefs about cryptids and stuff like that. Like um, m- my great grandfather seen the, the the shock. I don't know if you're familiar with what the shock is. Um, no. Nope. Have you have you ever heard of the black dog of Ireland and Scotland? Yes. Yes. Okay. He, he claims to have seen it. Um, and its tongue wow. was Lucy, he would say, because it could talk. And uh, he was out on the moors hunting. And this thing came up to him and told him, in Gaelic, away and be gone. Wow. He wanted him to go. Y- yeah. Uh, out, out, of, out of where he was. And it's it scared the. <laughs> There's a video. I mean, that, my grandfather yeah, would get drunk and talk about it all the time. <laughs> There's a video out there, and I think it's on our, our our group page on Facebook. If you're on there, Mags, about uh, a large black, larger than wolf uh, encounter. I don't know what this, yeah, this thing is. Did you see that video? By it's chance? called a shock. A shock. No, it's called a shock. Shock. Spell it. S H U. CK. Shock. Shock. Okay. And what yeah. it means in Scottish Gaelic, it means a uh, uh, messed up, uh, matted hair. Okay. Huh. Like a matted hair black dog, like but huge. Mm-hmm. Um, bigger than like a wolf or a dog or anything. It's, its back was really high. Yeah, I, I believe those things exist too because, like I said, that oh, video sure. proves it. That that animal was real by. By no means was that animal fake. But there, but there is a difference. I want to make perfectly clear: there is a difference between a hellhound and a shock. Oh yeah. There is a, there is a distinct difference. Both of them exist. Uh, there's even uh, d- documentation that guy had. Uh, it destroyed a bunch of them. Came up and destroyed this guy's car. You can look it up. Hellhounds. I, I mean it. it ripped off its bumper there there was claw marks on the side of yeah. his car they just ran through this that. neighborhood 
for some reason and just destroyed it. That's a hellhound. That's not a shock. This this thing's smart. Um, are you so? Uh, could you I also mean, be referring to a dog man when you say hellhound, or is this something completely different than a dog man? We're getting kind of some. This is something completely different. Okay. Again, the, this is something completely. <laughs> What made you get into that? Different. The, uh, Did you have an, a sighting on that or know somebody or something or just reading about Bigfoot or getting into that? Um, my gra- my grandfather, my great-grandfather oh, that's um, right. seen Sorry. it, the, the shock. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't know if you'd uh, had any more incidences or knew about that property that was still there or, or uh, how long did you live there for? Oh, got about six months. Oh, that was it? When you were... When you were a child, you only lived there for. Yeah, my father had my father had a co- he's a contractor. He had a, a contract. Oh, okay. To work on something out there. Okay. And so, uh, he, you got to go where the money is oh. when you're a contractor. Oh yeah. He got hired yeah. and went out there, and uh, he wanted he wanted us to leave as fast as possible. He I wanted to imagine. hurry up on the job. He didn't know what this thing was, and every night right. for about a week, him and my uncle would go out with shotguns in this guy's property. And walk through it, just rolling it. When, when did you realize it, or it was a Bigfoot? I saw the the famous thing on TV, and there were some so many similarities to it. Um, even the the color of its fur was the thing that stood out because it's that reddish color. That famous video. Yeah. Well, I think it was, that was that more brown. I, was, I, look, I think it looked more brown to me, but it might have been. I, I don't remember. Um, it was. It, it has red? red highlights if you look at it. Okay. Um, yeah. When it's walking, the, yeah. the hair, like a bear, like like nothing is really truly brown or black. There's always like a highlight through its fur. Mm-hmm. And I remember, but the one that I saw was way more redder. Okay. It was. It looked. It was about the color of a chocolate lab. You know that reddish brown? Yeah. That chocolate lab is? Yeah. But okay. only furry. Like it had longer hair or you said? Oh, wait, shaggy. Shaggy. Okay. Shaggy, yeah. Shaggy hair. Did yeah, your, like an orangutan. Did your did your dad and mom ever kind of come to the conclusion that was a Bigfoot that, that, that you saw? Uh, they started putting it together when they saw on the TV. There was used to be a TV show with Leonard Nimoy. And he used to, he used to yep. talk about paranormal things. Yep. Okay, you know the one I'm talking about then? Yeah, In Search and, Of. Um, in Search Of. <laughs> in Search Of. Thank you. I forgot the name of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did one about this video. Mm-hmm. Remember each week there would be a different topic like witches and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and this particular evening... We sat down as a family and would watch it. And Patterson film, yeah. Yeah, and th- that's what I saw. And I, and I instantly pointed to it. I was like, oh, my God. Mm. But when um, I seen sketches of it, uh, when it, they tried to draw its face, I told my father, they're, they're, they're drawing a different face than this thing had. Um, because it looked Neanderthal. Um, mines didn't. Mines hmm. had more of a man's nose. The nose was straight. 
It, it wasn't flat. He had a straight nose. The nose wasn't flat, though. No, it wasn't flat. No, it was not flat. Huh. That's the thing. He had a he had a, a almost like a pointed nose, like like a male. Wow. And, yeah, it was not smooshed to his face and, like an ape. And blue eyes. And and you've never heard, I've never heard of all the Bigfoot stories I've heard, I've never heard of, I don't think of one having blue eyes. It's always brown or black. People describe them as black mm. demon eyes. Uh, That's what so. I don't understand. That's what I don't understand. Uh, and, and another thing is uh, they're aloof. They stay far away. This thing came right up. Right. You know what I mean? It came right up. It was curious. He wanted I to think, know yeah, I think what I was doing. You were just little. Yeah. They have a they seem to have a fascination with children. Yeah, they do. Uh, I've heard that well, too. Heard. Yeah. And um he he sniffed and, and opened his mouth like like you said, like a cat. That's how I seen his teeth. Uh and I explained to my daddy that he had canines. How much longer were the canines than his other teeth? Were they predominantly longer or just kind of a little bit? Predominantly just, longer. Yeah. When he closed his mouth, you could actually see like a little bit of the fangs coming out of his mouth. Just gotcha. a little bit, but you could still see it. Gotcha. Um, I, made, I made sure to know different characteristics of it because I knew that my father was going to ask me um, exactly what I was looking at. I, I knew... Um, my father always taught me to look at hooves, to look at body mass, to look at head. Um, when you're hunting, you have to, because you know something something could be hunting you as you're hunting something else. You always got to look around. So, so yeah, you, you instantly look for tracks. You look at, and when you go to, you know. Uh, hunt a, a deer you have to look at all of it you know what i mean you have to get it right in your sight mm -hmm. so you learn you know to go above the hooves below the head and neck a perfect shot into the chest you know what i mean so, so you have to look at an animal to its fullest mm -hmm. also my father t taught me that an animal will not basically look at you in the eyes and if you think about it a dog won't look at you in the eyes a cat sometimes will, but when you look at it, it'll look away. Um, this thing stood eye to eye to me as an equal, not a bit scared no. of eye contact. He 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 was blinking. He was looking at me. He was smelling me. He was looking at my feet. I mean, he was he was taking me in as much as I was trying to figure out what the hell I was looking at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I had no references whatsoever in my head. Well, they got to be curious. They, they got to be curious too. I mean, anytime they get a chance to watch people, I'm sure they do. Sure or, they do. you know, have that kind of encounter with, with a child that's not threatening to them. Um, and I'm sure they see us a lot more than we see them. Uh, my, my father thought sure. that this thing was just eating grapes in the great fields and uh, found me, you know what I mean? Like stumbled upon me. I don't think so oh. because he was so curious. I think that he was stalking me for a while. Mm -hmm. he, he knew what time that I came on. He had seen me before. Mm 
um, I had that feeling when I was looking at him that uh, he had seen me before. Yeah, he probably has. You know what I mean? And he made yeah. sure I had, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the breed, but I had a Bedlington Terrier. Um, and Terriers are, are a bad breed. They'll go after anything, especially when there's a child around. And I would always play with my Terrier outside, but this particular day, I did not have my Terrier. I did not have my Bedlington Terrier outside. And, and I wonder yeah. if that's the reason why he got closer to me. Absolutely. Because the dog would have the dog would have been like a siren. He he would have went after it, if not howled, barked, growled, snarled. You know what I mean? He my mother would have came out. Mm-hmm. My aunt would have heard it. You know, people around w- would have seen. Yeah. He wait he waited till I wa- I never had my dog at the time. My dog was inside the house. I came out right. to play outside. And uh mm-hmm. Yeah, and he come right up on me. Do you think he was an older Bigfoot, younger Bigfoot? What, what no, I think he was younger. Yeah. I do. I think he was younger. He never had no wrinkles in his face. Uh, he had uh, no appearing gray marks. Uh, his fingernails weren't jagged, broken. Uh, it, he no scars on him like he was in fights. I made sure to look at those things because you can tell if something is bad if it's got scars on it it means it it has fought for its territory Mm -hmm. and it's territorial my father taught me all of that um so i i I knew what to look for for characteristics i just did not know what i was looking at right that's the thing that blowed my mind and it was so hard to tell my my family because I'm I'm telling my family something that I can't explain. Right. And it's it's really hard as a father for you to hear this. But he knew that there was something going on. Yeah. yeah he, he knew did. that there was something there. I mean, they they took shotguns and they went out to the grapevine. The rancher said that they could do it. And they went out all night long and sat there. Do you think they would have shot it if they, they would have had a chance? My father said he would blow his head off and so did my uncle. Because well, they wanted to prove that it was there. Mm-hmm. They would have blown its head off and they would have drug it and called the cops right away. I wonder what would have happened. The government would have swooped in and been... Nope. <laughs> yeah, they probably would have snatched it up. Nothing ever would have happened. Well, you didn't see anything. <clears throat> no, you never know. It was a bear. The, the interesting thing, exactly. The interesting thing, Mags, is I, I've heard of different variations of Bigfoot, and I've kind of heard of this variation, but not so predominant with the uh, with the teeth and all that. Did this have any kind of snout or anything, or was it pretty much flat faced? It had it had a, a male's face. I mean, it had cheekbones. It had a chin. It was pretty. It was pretty in the face. Okay. I mean, more, it, hmm. if the the leather skin was off of him. And he had men's skin, like our skin, on top. He he would have looked like a man. Okay. From the face. Wow. His nose was protruded, and he had he even had eyelashes. How big were his? I eyes? I mean, that's how close I got to him. Uh, were his eyes? And he had a little bit of hair on his lips. Okay. On his lip. Okay. Were his eyes predominantly big uh, though, but- for his face, or, or compared to a human's eyes, or? 
it was a little bit bigger, but it was how blue his eyes were was what I was looking at because in nature, as you know, there's really nothing that I would have seen that had almost aqua eyes. Right. So yeah, that's it, interesting. It's, it's hard. Yeah. So do you think you'd ever want to see one again in what kind of circumstances? No. So no, you're done. No. Um, if, if it was behind glass or if somebody came with me like you guys and you were like heavily armed, mm-hmm. maybe, <laughs> you know, because, because yeah. I, I don't think that he would react the same way if he saw uh, an adult. Yeah. Probably yeah. Not. I don't think he would. As either. he, as he was comfortable with the child. Right. So yeah. you, you obviously believe in these things because you saw one. What do you think these things are? Do you think they're a flesh and blood creature? Do you think they're alien? Do you think they're paranormal? Do you think they're dimensional? What What's your opinion on, on Bigfoot? Because there's no scat. Because um, we haven't found any kind of DNA yet. And because Na- Native Americans, my father, uh, even went to a... Uh, Trading posts. There was trading posts in the 70s. Um, the Native Americans around California had them. He even went there and and asked if they knew, and they knew what it was. They talked about it with my father. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my. And they thought it, they think that it's some kind of spirit animal. Um, so I think that it might be an interdimensional. Um, okay. It's too smart. It's 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 it has too much knowledge in its eyes. I I, I can't say if it was alien. I mean, I, I would be guessing. I would be ballparking it big time. Right. Um. But I I I haven't seen anything like it since. Um. Even the stories that I've heard about Bigfoot. Um, never matched mine. Nobody has ever said that it has blue eyes. Yeah, I've never heard that one before. Yeah, me either. Nobody has ever said that it has soft features. It always has a Neanderthal brow. Right. Um, it always has like gorilla yeah. type nose. Mm-hmm. But there exactly, are, there are so many variations out there already. I'm not surprised to hear another one. I'm really not. And, and it kind of goes along the lines of, you know, maybe that's kind of some reasoning behind why we're not understanding these things, you know. Um, for sure. You know, look, look at the human species. There's a lot of variations of humans out there, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, Mags, we appreciate you coming on and telling your encounter and story. That was amazing and crazy. Uh, it means a lot to us, yeah, and we appreciate was, it so uh, much. That was a great, great encounter. Thank you for sharing that with us. And Thank our you. Um, you said you're in Iowa. Yeah, yeah you, are you gonna are you gonna come out to the uh, paranormal festival in the end of August to see us? Middletown, Iowa. Uh, we're are you close to we're Middle... in Iowa? Middletown, Middleton, Iowa, Middletown, Iowa, Middleton, Iowa. I'll have yeah. I'll have to look. It's kind of north of I'll have I'll to say look. Des Moines. It's actually, or something not like that. far from not far from where you're at. Okay, actually. I think yeah. we checked the map. Oh, cool. Yeah, you have to come check it out, and we're gonna have a booth out there, so you can come say hi if you if you make it out oh. there. So. I sure will. All right, and it's cool. free. I sure I will. Yeah. You can I hang out. We can free. talk. We can talk online again and, and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Again, we Absolutely. appreciate you. Absolutely, have my number. Yeah, we appreciate yep. you coming on and telling your story, and and all the listeners can hear hear that encounter. That was a really good story. So thanks again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, you take care now. Wow, can you imagine being a child and being that close to a bigfoot? Man, no, that would be insane. Um, the scariest I'm, part. I'm still been, in awe over that one. That that is. When she was talking about it, smelling her, yeah, breathing her. I, did, oh. mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's lucky wild. it didn't grab her and take her away. Really? You know? She is. Yeah, absolutely. What? what is it curiosity with these things? I, I don't get it, man. I think uh, from what what we've been hearing from our, from our people that we've talked to already and everything we've read and heard, they're fascinated with children. I yeah. Yeah, they have, I don't know. That's weird. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for another uh, awesome episode and hanging out with me, man. Yeah, man. It was great. Always. Thanks to the listeners for listening and uh, keep it up. We appreciate it as always. So you guys take care until next episode. Brian, we'll see you next time. Right on. We'll get out of here. We'll see you later. See ya.